One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Don't open the closet, it's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century. From I Love Lucy to News Radio, I'm your TV guide, Brett White, and I'm also a reporter producer for Decider.com, and this week I am joined from the George Lucas talk show and UCB's ASCAT 3000, a comedy journeyman, oh God. <laughs> oh God. Patrick Cotner. Hello, Patrick. Hi, how are you? Where's your journey through comedy taking you recently? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Everywhere. <laughs> uh, all over the place. I'm just busy all that the time. That was a and... fast company pull quote yeah, from yeah. your Elysium Watch uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, of fame. Go check it out. Joe Berkowitz wrote a great uh, uh, write-up on a recent undertaking of mine that's finally wrapped up <laughs> and we can all move on with our lives jesus i mean i love a good commitment to a bit thank uh, you yeah so basically you you saw that um the elysium movie poster five years later was up in yeah. the subway stop which is my old subway stop yeah. 46th street on the r yeah um, I love it. and you documented it every day yeah which you realized oh once you start doing a thing can't quit can't quit as I learned after episode one of this podcast, when I was like, I should drop in little audio quotes every time we quote the episode. Have fun. Yeah. F- future me hates you. <laughs> That's me. Because now I can't stop. <sighs> oh, boy. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, now you're back. Um, you're here. Uh, last time you were on, you talked about George and Leo with me. Yes. Uh, this time you're talking about a show that lasted, I think, literally ten times longer. America Maybe. wanted more George and Leo talk, but we had nothing nope. else to say. Nope. Uh, also, there are only two more episodes that anyone can watch, and <laughs> it's because of me. That's true. Um, one of them is a Thanksgiving one, though, so maybe I should do that next year. I'll say this. Uh, there's another episode, or there's another show called It's That Episode that I listen to. Which, oh, God. Uh, Craig Rowan. Oh, right. Does yeah, wait, does he still do it? Does he he does it occasionally. Back? Yeah, because I, I love that show back in the day. Yeah, but Seth Reese will come on every year or so, even though the show is not going, and they will do a different episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, right. So, if you want to talk about the other two episodes of George yeah. and Leo, I'm always this down this, for that. This will be the long, long-term long yeah, yeah, yeah. of the podcast. Uh, but this week, we'll be traveling to October 29th, 1974. Airport 1975 ruled the box office. Crap. You Haven't Done Nothing by Stevie Wonder topped the charts. And ABC aired the Happy Days episode, Haunted. <laughs> Patrick, you must have seen Haunted before today. I, you know, I probably did. I did not remember while I was watching it. No, I mean, I, I mean, I watched this last year at sure. Halloween, so that's the only reason I know. It. I mean, what is your ha- Happy Days history? We used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. I guess it was on TV Land or Nick at Night or something like that. It was like a that. Nick at Night joint for a while. Yeah, TV Land. I'm sure it was. It was everywhere. Um, we used to watch it a lot as a kid. But as I was watching it, there were a lot of things that I was like, oh, I don't remember the show being like this. Seasons one and two shot single cam. That was my question. Yep. 
Okay, great. I was yeah. like, am I going crazy? Because <laughs> I do not remember this. Okay, yeah. good, good, Jesus good. Because one of two were single cam, and then they went to in front of an audience yes. for the next nine years. Because I think it ran 11 seasons. Yeah, so it does have a different vibe. It's very different. Because this is filmic. season two. Yeah, this is season two. This is early. Yeah. So this and all, but also um the older brother's not in this episode. No Chuck. No, no Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um I watched Happy Days a bunch as a kid because I mean I think Happy Days was just one of those shows that growing up yeah. it, was it was a, just you were if you had cable TV you were immersed in it. It was like that and Brady Bunch. Like, Brady Bunch, Gilgan's yeah. Island. It was all of it. Weird yeah. that Happy Days never got like a '90s movie. I was thinking that too. I was while I was watching this, I was like, they could do a follow up movie. Where yeah. it's like, hey, it's the 90s. If yeah. everyone is, like, aging normally, it would be about the 90s, I guess, now, yeah. right? Mid-90s? God. Also, it's so weird, because I can't look at young Henry Winkler anymore, I and I just see old Henry Winkler. And so I look at that, and I'm like, how did any teen girl find that? I love it. 60-year-old man attractive. I love it. Like, it's so wild. I, I'm a big Winkler head. I know. So I mean, hey, he yeah. just won his first Emmy. Good for him. So, I'm like, so I, excited. I know I, you know, being the biz that I'm in, I've never heard anything bad about Henry Winkler. No, Literally ever. He seems like he's the nicest guy. I met him when I was a child. Oh, wow. I'm not a child, but I was in, like, high school. Uh, he's got a line of children's books that he writes. Of course. <laughs> called, uh, Hank Zipser. It's about a, a, a boy with dyslexia. Oh, uh, Because he's dyslexic. Oh. Uh, like he's written a ton. But he, like, came to a library near our town and we went and saw him and he was delightful. Aw. What is your history with Halloween? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, you know, always dressed up, uh, through the end of high school. And I guess even in college, obviously was not trick-or-treating in college. But, like, yeah. I love dressing up. Uh, until it fell on me to buy the costumes. <laughs> See, and then that's I was like, when I felt like I was free. Sure. And I could do whatever I wanted because I dress up every year of my life. But that's when I realized, oh no, this is so expensive. Yeah. Um, I, I just had to talk myself out of buying a $400 suit to be Gomez Adams, to be a screen accurate Gomez Adams. You know what? You should have done it. I know. I mean, I still can. I can still. But it's yeah. like, the thing is, is like I just, I generally want a double breasted pinstripe suit. Sure. So. It would be both a suit that I wear, and then, hey, also, Gomez. I think you should do it. Okay, well, boy. I will say, the last, I think it's been four years at this point, I reached a point where I was still getting invited to Halloween parties every year, and I'm like, I should dress up something. But it turned out it was, like, the day of the Halloween party, and I was like, I don't have anything. I gotta go to a Halloween store. So I went down to the Halloween store uh, in Union Square and just found a fake mustache. And at that point, I did not have a beard. So I just wore the fake mustache, and whenever people asked me what I was, I said, I'm Patrick, but with a mustache. It's very dumb, very <laughs> yeah, stupid. Very Jim from The Office. Yes. Did it for the next four <laughs> years, and it's another one of those bits where I'm like, oh no, I'm stuck in this now, oh, and I can't God. get out of it. Is that, does that weigh heavier than just buying actual costumes every I think year? so, I mean, and yeah. especially now that I have a beard. Yeah. It's tough to glue <laughs> a fake mustache on top of the real one that I oh jeez yeah uh, well I yeah, I love Halloween this is my second favorite time of year after Christmas sure so I am super excited to get spooky because boy oh boy this episode is spooky let's get spooky this week on Must Have Seen TV we're talking about the Happy Days episode Haunted yeah that's how you have to say it <laughs> uh, it's the sixth episode of season two and was written by Bruce Shelley and Dave Ketchum mm-hmm. and directed by Gary Marshall mm-hmm. here's how CBSL Access of which I am a subscriber <laughs> describes the episode <laughs> Richie fights his fears over attending a Halloween party at a haunted house where he believes he saw a headless ghost. Patrick, how accurate is that description? Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Very succinct. Gets right to the point. There are no B or C plot to speak of. No. Doesn't leave anything out. 
Except the waitress. Except that harried waitress. Which, again, yeah. like, not being a Happy Days aficionado. I was like, I don't know who this regular? is. Also, Bag is regular. Bag, that's I looked what I was uh, yeah, I'll get to it, but it's okay, because right. I got things. So, the, uh, so I was wondering if we were going to get Rock Around the Clock as the theme song, sure. or the Happy Days theme. We get the Happy Days theme, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is accurate, not like a... This is a thing that I get annoys me, is like designing women's on Hulu now, but yeah. they've retroactively yeah. added the Meshack Taylor opening credits to season sure. one, and it's like, he was recurring. See, that's what I thought was probably the case. Was yeah. That they went back and changed it. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know if I've watched the season one to see if it has Rock Around the Clock on it. Yeah. But it's the Happy Days theme, which, you know, know you love. Mm-hmm. Good pastiche of 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, so this is where I wrote down, this is my, my thesis for the whole thing. Do the 50s suck? Yes. The 50s kind of suck, right? While like, I was watching it, I was like, I would have been so bored. Yeah. I would have just been so bored. There's, <laughs> it seems like there's nothing to do. We're breaking into old houses to have a very well, uh, uh, oh. ca- not catered, but like, he spent a lot of money yeah, on that I mean, party. you're worried about spending money on costumes. Yes. They're getting coffins from somewhere and putting yes. sandwich meats in them. Yes. Love it. Yeah. But I like, I, it's a weird, like. The pop culture wayback machine uh-huh. seems to go to the 60s and then hit a wall. Uh-huh. We rarely revisit the 50s. Uh, and even Marvelous Ms. Maisel is like 59. I'm trying to think of what's the last like major piece of uh, television movies that was like popular in the zeitgeist that like covered the 50s. I mean, it's like Maisel, but that's again like 59, but 60. But I think like, of Maisel as the 60s. Exactly. Like yeah. it is on that cusp and it's really playing with a lot of like the early 60s aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but it, I, don't know. I don't know. You see the 40s a lot more because of World War II. Oh boy. You know, maybe if Korea, if Korea was a better war. Korea was more Jesus. glamorous. Then maybe we'd see more of it, but we don't. <laughs> so it just seems like, I mean, the opening credits are just like pranks. Yes. Scampy, scamps, Scamps yes. doing pranks nonstop. But I would argue that's kind of this whole episode. Oh, yeah, this whole episode of scamps doing pranks. Yeah. Which is not my vibe no. at all. No. It just would stress me out. I was a gullible sure. child. Yeah. <laughs> adult, even. You were uh, a Richie Cunningham. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I had a glitter skull, skeleton costume. I get it. I was more of a Fonz. I totally oh, right. understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I would love to live in the 60s, the 70s, mm-hmm. and 80s, please. Sure. Um, 50s. Yeah, no thank you. I don't know. It just seems like a weird... I think it's also because it's the dawn of teen culture. Like, it didn't get perfected until the 60s. Yeah. So, like... Also, what... I'll say this. You're growing up in the 50s? You're going to Vietnam, my friend. Oh, my God. Right. You don't want that. No. Oh, oh, that's a bad Happy Day scene. But you're growing up in the 60s. You're too old for Desert Storm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're, you're right. sailing from here. See, we're good. So, the episode opens with, I guess, every single year Arnold has a Halloween decorating contest, which they yes. don't even get into. It's very mentioned in passing. I assume the rules are he challenges people to decorate his own diner with mm-hmm. Halloween decorations <laughs> as a way to just have people decorate it without him doing anything. No Arnold, no Al in this episode. No. No. Don't see him. Uh, but we do get a lot of bag. Yeah. So, bag... <clears throat> I, again, not being a Happy Days aficionado, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to Happy Days heads out there. <laughs> Bag is 42? <laughs> like, yes. I tried to look up his age. That's what I googled afterwards. It's like, how old is this actor? I would also say, Bag seems like the actor who aged into being on The Sopranos. Yeah, oh yeah. He seems you know, very Sopranos-y. Yeah. He seems Sopranos-y. That, he has stubble. Yeah. Like, he has full-on, like, yeah. shadow and also a receding hairline. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a high schooler. 
who's a bully. There's a lot of age discrepancy in this show. Yeah. At least watching this episode, because he looked so old. The rest of them, like, watching this early season, I was like, I could buy that you're high school students. Yeah. Maybe, like, old high school students. Yeah. But then Joni's friends that she goes trick-or-treating with, mm. oh, those yeah. two other kids, yeah. Joni is 12 in yeah, the show. Yeah, she's not in high school, I don't think, yeah. so. But those kids she was with looked eight. <laughs> and I was like, she is not hanging out with them. Well, and it's also like, how old is Fonz again? Why is he hanging out with high schoolers? Great question. Because that is the other thing, that when you're in high school, you think, oh, that's super cool. And then when you get out of high school, you're like, why the oh. fuck was he hanging out with all yeah. of us? And Fonzie doesn't have that vibe, because Henry Winter sure. is a delight. Delight. Nice guy. Great guy. Um, so Fonzie is there for a cool delight. But again, it's like, are you... Sad? 23, 24, yeah. Yeah. hanging out. Also, who's that girlfriend? Yeah, like, how old is she? She a high schooler? Yeah, Fun. that's the creepy thing. So, uh, also, Bag has chalk, and the the waitress is like... And that's not just for Arnold's windows. When Halloween is over, this whole town will be one big four-letter word. Really? Do me a favor, Bag. What? This year, spell it right. What curse words is he misspelling? Great question. The other thing I was learning that too. I was like, what? F-U-K-C, S-C-U-K. What is he talking about? Like, is that a... He's going to write curse words on chalk Also just doesn't feel very 50s. No. I don't... Well, it might not feel like the 50s we see on TV, but maybe that's how the 50s were. Maybe. They probably did say fuck a lot in the 50s. You know, I watched West Side Story the other day. Oh. For the first time in a while. And one of the inciting incidents is that a guy uh, spray paints on a wall, sh- sharps stink. Yes, stink! That's like the big thing. Stink. Everyone's like really mad so about it. That's the thing is like, if you could actually say the worst curse words back then, yeah. what would that have actually been? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know. Like, sharks fucking suck. Like, that yeah, doesn't make, that's that, not a thing. It feels so anachronistic. Yeah. Be. Sharks blow. Sharks blow is good. I don't know. Uh, Um, So then we cut to the inside where Ralph is talking about the Halloween party he's going to throw. He is annoyed because Bag and the Demons, which is a very bold name for a group of high school bullies. (laughs) The Demons. Bag and the Demons, good name, though. (laughs) That's a good band name, definitely. Uh, They're going to like crash the party again, so Ralph's trying to find a place that they can have a party. He's Uh like, aha, the Simpson house. Yeah. Which... Recurring theme of the Halloween. I uh, did a Simpsons episode last week. Oh, what's that? Simpson House. Look so. at that. Simpsons. Do they have any Halloween episodes? A couple. Oh, okay. I think great. about thirty. Thirty. <laughs> cool. Uh, but uh, the, so then they they um they Richie's terrified of this, mm-hmm. but they're like, go check it out. Mm-hmm. So it's Richie's gig afterwards to take to uh, check out the Simpson House while he's picking up. Joni from, like, Chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, which I assume is a Girl Scout. Yes, yeah, it's a Girl Scout thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then Joni tells the story of Magnolia Simpson. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Everyone knows about old Magnolia Simpson. Ever since she lost her head, anyone who goes in there gets theirs chopped off, too. Now, where'd you hear that? Phyllis Boyer. She told me about the four people who were in there last Halloween, and they never, ever came out. They just disappeared, right? Just their heads. Now, come on, I can't leave you out here alone, so come on in with me, all right? If I get my head chopped off, Richie Cunningham, I'm going to tell Mom on you. I wrote down Hereditary. <laughs> if anyone's seen the movie Hereditary. Uh, she it, uh, gets her head cut off. Yeah, but, yeah, like, well, the, like, Joni's like, I don't want to go in here because I'll get my head cut off. And yeah. I don't spoiler alert, it's for Hereditary, but... A sibling being with another sibling while their head gets cut yes. off is a thing. And I have not seen it. I know it. So I assume that's not too big of a and spoiler. And it's it came out last. It came out yeah, a year totally. ago. I'm yeah. sorry. I, um, I, I was going to go see it. Yeah. I went to the movie theater. 
was standing in line, and then I said, mm, you know what, a little too scared, I'm going to go see Tag. <laughs> so, so Tag instead. Different kind of violence. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, so Magnolia Simpson, like, be, got beheaded, and then her ghost is said to live in the house, and then beheads whoever comes in it. Yeah. And Convenient. it is like, so I'm used to haunted houses on shows that are like, <laughs> the Taylor variety mm-hmm. in Home Improvement, that are just like a little bit coop, but like, this is like, legit, the headings are serious. Yes. That's very, very gory. crazy. Yeah. For 1974, mm-hmm. too. Uh, and so, like, when they're looking around the house, which also looks very much like a Adam's Family Monsters house. Yes. When they were out front, I said, this looks yeah. like the Monsters house. But then I also thought, this also looks like the front of the Bates house. Oh, right, yeah. And that's what I was, I googled and I was... Bay windows. I was yeah. like, this could be, like, on a back lot somewhere. Yes. This house definitely was in some 70s yeah. horror movies yeah. at some point. They they open the door, they go in, the the painting of Margaret, what's her name? Magnolia. Magnolia. Falls. Yeah. So like, oh, that's... Why did it, hold on, why did it fall? Probably because oh. they just opened the door. No, they already opened the door. Yeah. Yeah, like... Or it's haunted. It is haunted, yeah. And if they'd stayed longer, they would have gotten their yeah, head off. would have lost it. Um, so then, um... Richie opens the door of the closet. Yes. And then we don't see what he sees, but horror direction. Yes. This is what I was going to talk about also. Sheesh. Uh, since the show is single camera, yeah. a lot of great zooms this That's episode. That's why I wrote, like, there's, like, just overall the editing and directing of this episode is straight up, like, 1974 I Grindhouse horror movie. want a Gary Marshall horror movie. Yeah! God, we didn't get that, did we? We didn't get it. The light Gary Marshall. The well, light call you, him Mr. Marshall. You can direct movies from beyond the grave <laughs> if it's a horror movie. Sure. Um, but, yeah, like, it is really, really well done because um, it really is... It's just jarring to see a sitcom with a laugh track yes. do, like, those quick zooms yes. and, like, go... Putting the camera in places that you know it shouldn't be, it's very interesting. Good for him. Yeah, and also, like, the cinematography of a lot of it, too, yeah. was very... It looks good. Yeah, like, later on, the scene of them watching the horror movie, like, yeah. the way it's all lit up by the TV, it's like, that is really well done. Yes. Good. Good work. Good God, good Gary. Good God, work. Gary. Um, so then they go back uh, to... They go back home, and Richie has, like, a talk with his father, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, This is where I noted that young Ron Howard looks a lot like young Carrie Ellis. Oh, interesting. They have the same, like, kind of cheekbones and lips. Yeah, okay. Um, I see it. Have they ever worked together? I can't think of one. Well, I feel like Ron Howard had to be involved in Princess Bride somehow. Doesn't it seem like he definitely was in some way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe in the remake. Yeah, Fred, yeah. Because, you know, Ron Howard, or after the original director gets fired, Ron Howard will be brought in. Oh, boy, let's talk about uh, it. I, I no, like not. Solo. I like Solo, too. I have action figures right there. Yeah, I like Solo. It was fun. Look at him right next to Chopper. Yes, and that's all the pre, it's all the pre. Sure. So, yeah, that's how that, that's, yeah. I don't see any prequel characters over there. Oh, uh, no, yeah, you, well, you won't. Interesting. Um, Brent has a uh, case of action figures that we're looking at. <laughs> Zero representation oh, from God. episodes one through three. Yeah. Yeah, there are none. Wow. Um, I like. I should get a. I need to get a UMA record Obi Wan. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. Uh, they talk. Uh, this is where I'll just get out of the way that I have had a weird crush on Tom Bosley my entire oh, life. Okay. Obvious, obviously, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. Also, how old does Tom Bosley look in this? He, he, I don't know. What were you going to say? I didn't. I didn't look it up. But I'm like, he looks like he's fifty. But I'm like, I never realized he's probably. 41 or something like so he died a few years ago he was up there oh okay i would say he died here's my guess i think he died at 88 tom bosley okay here's what i'll say marion ross looking good yeah 
I also not in this that much. So he was no. born in 27. Oh, so he was like, he was late 40s. Yeah, he's like 47. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's about right. Yeah, that, that does make sense. And he died at 83. 83. Right. Also, look at that young Tom Bosley. <laughs> Everyone go check out his Wikipedia page. Like, looking like a, well, looking like a 19... 19- or oh. just Google Bo- Tom Bosley, September 1960. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Edward R. Murrow. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, so then, after this is where I was like, yeah, the 50s are not a fucking time for me. Yeah. Because Arnold's is essentially in the midst of a gang war yes. or something. Like, it is all-out mayhem. Scary. It's... I where, wrote down, where is Al? I wrote down, hooliganery has no place in Halloween. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean... The, I, I think that's a fundamental difference between you and exactly, I. Exactly, but uh, but for me, I'm just like, no, keep all of your pranks sure. and your vandalism sure. out of my spooky holiday. Not me, I love vandalism. <laughs> I'll say that on the record. So you would have been the one taking, was it a pumpkin, and chucking it through that? They, someone broke the glass door at Arnold's. Yes! With uh, some, it was a brick or yeah, a pumpkin, which or, is like that is like that's, egging is like one thing, yeah. but then like before they cut to inside, a full like yes. heap of something, and we Fully. both like we yelped. both went whoa, <laughs> that is yeah. oh that's a you missed some beats in the escalation there yeah <laughs> you yeah from eggs to something that destroys a door arguably still funny though oh it was I mean hey great yeah. uh, I wrote no caps for it yeah. broke glass three exclamation <laughs> point. Then we cut to a more mundane form of um, vandalism, which is this Fonzie with a Sharpie mm-hmm. doodling on the, uh, like, paper skulls that are everywhere. Yeah, give him mustache game glasses. Yeah. I will say, 50s general, not for me, 50s Halloween decorations, primo. Sure. A yeah. plus. I love... Yeah. I love those old Give me looking, a paper skeleton. Give me a good paper skeleton. Yeah. Paper cats. Yeah. With, like, little uh, brass brads in yeah. them where you can, like... Make them dance. Always my favorite part of elementary school. Brass brads. <laughs> what? Was not when the Halloween decorations have come out. Not enough brads in adult life. No. I think about this all the time, about how, like, when I was a kid, um, watching Looney Tunes, you thought rolling pins were going to be a bigger part of your life. Yeah. There's and a lot of stuff. Lava? Yeah. I've never seen lava. lava. Or just, like, rope. Yeah. Like, yeah. rope being an active thing that is in your life every day. Yeah. No. Hey, guys, tweet us if you use rope in your active life. Hashtag rope life. <laughs> Just keep some some <laughs> rope and rolling pins on you. Yeah. Uh, so then when Fonzie finds out that um, the party's going to be at the Simpson house, mm. which Richie caves immediately and yeah. tells him. But, yeah. I mean, Fonzie's You should, an ally. but it's a party and you're putting a lot of money into it. Tell yeah. everybody. Fonzie's an ally. Fonzie's not a cop. And Fonzie acts scared. Where's Mouth having his party this year? Oh, over at the old Simpson house. I can't go there. <laughs> Get in once again, Cunningham. I wouldn't miss all that spooky fun for nothing in the world. Yeah, I know. But... Immediately. Yeah, but then he's... Geez, he's joking. spooked, but yeah. then he's like, hey, just no, hit him. No. <laughs> I'll be cool. And I think... I felt like he was scared. I did, yeah. I don't think Fonzie does bits. Oh, really? Do you well, think Fonzie does Well, bits? the show wants us to think he did a bit just then. Interesting, because I thought he was like, whoa, I'm scared. Hey, wait, I forgot I'm Fonzie. Let me oh. be cool. Well, I don't think that when he actually gets to the house, he doesn't act scared at all. But maybe it's because there's a lady there. Or, mm. do you think the whole Fonzie persona is a bit? Oh, I mean, I think it's masking a lot of deep insecurity. So do you think the spooked <laughs> Fonzie is the real Fonzie? Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's also the Christmas episode from season one or two where, like, you find out Fonzie doesn't really have a family. Yeah. That one's great. So he talks about his mom in this one. 
Oh, oh. What does he say? He says something about his mother. Oh, it's like, something like, he doesn't lie. Yeah. Because, uh, like, his mom, or he can always tell a lie because... Can't lie to the fines. Not even my mother. She told me when I was having my tonsils out that I was going to a parade. But I broke it down. She confessed on the way to the hospital. I wonder what she's up to. I guess that lie broke. Broke their relationship. <laughs> they never saw each other again. Yeah. Um, so then we cut back to the the Cunningham household. Yeah. We're now we're at the watching a spooky movie. Yeah. Ah, uh, and this is so good. Like Richie's just there watching a spooky movie, and then all of a sudden, this like almost like a gorilla hand. We mm -hmm. find it's a wolf hand. Mm -hmm. Like comes in front of his face, and Richie grabs it and yelps, and it's Joni. Yeah. But again, like the way it's directed, also the way that like Richie jumps out of the chair, and then both of the hands like Come crawl up. up. Yeah. How much fun is it to be on a sitcom and be like, we're doing a Halloween episode this week and we can just fucking go ham. Let's do whatever we want. Like, I love that. Did he ever direct any kind of like non-comedic movie? He um, must have. Yeah. I, I need to be more familiar with his filmography I know, yeah. because he did a really good job in this. Yeah. I don't, and then like uh, the dad comes out and so Richie then like narrates like what's going on. And yeah. the movie he describes is like totally wild. Yeah. Also totally I guess not racy for the 50s, but maybe racy for primetime of the 70s. Uh, can I, do you mind if yes, I describe please it? Please describe this uh, movie. A, a count uh, rents a house. Mm -hmm. A castle, I a think. Mansion. A mansion. A mansion, mansion. Yeah. Uh, and he, he goes over and he bites the girl who's living next door. <laughs> he bit her once, and now he's going back to bite her again, which I don't totally get why. I feel like if you're biting her once, that's yeah. she should be uh, a vampire. So then the girl and an unheard man, they just hired one actress for this. They yes. said, we're not hiring the actor. Yeah. <laughs> she goes over and is with a guy named like Jerry or something, and they're going to open the door. And Richie's telling me that. They better not go in there. They better not open that door. Why not? Because all the Count's wives are in there, and they're all vampires too, and they'll just swarm all over their <gasps> Those guys and suck their blood. Yeah, because that's when the dad, like, when... What is, what is Mr. Cunningham's name? I was trying to remember that, too. Tom Bosley. Yeah. David the Gnome. Yeah. <laughs> I love David the Gnome. Oh. Trolls and lizards and fairy kings. Birds that talk and fish that sing. And if your heart is true, you can find him, too. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. Monday, happy, happy days! days. Tuesday, That's all I got. Oh God! Did you? Did you? Were you familiar with David the Gnome? No, I don't know what David the Gnome is. David the Gnome was a. I feel like it might have been a British cartoon. It aired on Nickelodeon in the late eighties. Okay, it sounds a, like a Don Bluth. When I was a child, sure. And it was uh, David the Gnome. Tom Bosley voiced David the Gnome, right. who had a fox named Swift. Okay. And they went on adventures. Okay. And is the fox his size? No, it was a regular fox, and like, he the... was a tiny gnome. Oh, so he would just like ride it, like. Oh, so the fox was bigger. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. It was a good little show. Sure. Oh, it's a show, not a movie. No, yeah, it was a little show every oh, day. Interesting. Multiple episodes. Wow. Okay. That and a uh, little bits. There was a lot of gnomes going I, on. I don't know what any of these shows. <laughs> There's a lot of gnomes going on on Nickelodeon okay. in the like early nineties. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that's my uh, Tom... also Tom Bosley on Murder She Wrote. Yeah. Um. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, Tom Bosley's uh, getting spooked by this Oh movie. yeah, the Tom Bosley's also getting spooked by it. Um, it's after that when we get the trick-or-treat. Yes. Okay, Which... so Richie comes down. Let's talk about Richie's outfit. Mm -hmm. His outfit mm -hmm. for, is... Crazy. I... So the 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 get-up he gets into, yeah. the Letterman jacket yeah. over a black... Kind of like a sweatpants onesie. Yeah. It's like a bodysuit, but it's not like spandex. It's like a cotton. Yeah. With... Yes. 
a fucking Elton John worthy bedazzled <laughs> skeleton on top of it. It's wild. And it's, it is glittering. Any other generation, maybe they were saying in that generation too, you would have gotten made fun of mercilessly oh, for that. And that is not even a thing. It's, he doesn't no one object. ever mentions it. Yeah. So if if uh, Ralphie yeah. from Christmas Story objects yeah. to wearing yeah. the pink bunny suit in the 30s... Richie, for sure, should object to that. like, this is very, very gay, let's be honest. Yeah. Homophobic time in the 50s. Sure. Would not last I'll let you say it. Um, but, like, that look of, like, a Letterman jacket over that, like, glittery one piece. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a pretty great look. And I wish that... Anyone would know what that was if I did that. I bet you could buy something like it. No one would know what you were doing. No, but yeah. I bet you could find that. But also, that's kind of my brand is doing <laughs> how yeah. very specific Halloween costumes. Yeah. Like the year that I was Space Clavin, a mashup of Montgomery, oh, no. Scott, and Cliff Clavin. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the two action figures. Yeah, there's Look one. very similar. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. That's my whole thing. So then cool. we get the trick-or-treat thing, which is... This is why I kind of love this episode, is because it checks yeah. all the Halloween boxes. Like, yeah. I like the Treehouse of Horror episodes, but in general, they're more tonally spooky, but not actually Halloween-specific. Sure. They're Halloween because they air at Halloween, and they're horror things. Yes. Whereas, like, this is like, you got Bob and for Apples, you got a Haunted House, you got yeah. trick-or-treaters, you got, like... Everything. Hooliganery. Yes. Which is a word I've made yes. up. But Tom Bosley... Asks for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, so, uh, a little boy yeah. in a cowboy costume comes up. He gives him a piece of candy. He's like, more or whatever. Here's a little treat for the cowboy's horsey. How about a little kiss? <laughs> and then the kid, does he give him like a raspberry? He's like, no, and he like leaves. I, th- yeah, liked, I, I was honestly too shocked. I was so confused. That an almost 50-year-old man asks a child, a stranger, for a kiss. But what happens next, a young girl comes to the door. Yeah. He does not ask her for a kiss. Yeah, he gives her an apple, like, and then it crushes her cookies, and she like calls him a dumb ox, yeah. which is great. Really but funny. again... But I was waiting for him to be like, can I have a kiss again? Which I... And it didn't happen, and I was happy. Yeah. That was weird. I was proud of him. He grew in those two minutes. I don't know, like, what was the decision? So these writers are probably alive in the 50s, so I'm wondering if, like, that... Is that a thing? Is a thing in the 50s? So here's the thing that is a thing... So at the end, like post credits later on, when when Tom Bosley, because I don't know his name, yeah. is giving Howard 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 it's ha- Howard I th- I think that's out. right. I think it's ha- yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, so when he's giving the rundown of what happened, like the trick or treating yeah. like, scheme, whatever, he says, "I heard a really good joke." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is the thing that my husband found out way later is in St. Louis when you go trick or treating, you mm-hmm. tell a joke. Okay. Yeah, and this is a thing that these I think is only in St. Louis, St. Charles area. It's like, like, I don't know if it's like, instead of saying trick-or-treat, you tell a joke. Yeah. But, like, you had to have your joke ready. Weird. Um, and I don't think this is set in St. Louis. No, this but... is Milwaukee. Right, yeah. yeah. Is that also, isn't that 70s show set in Milwaukee for that reason? Uh, no, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For a second, I was like, is Milwaukee a state? You said that, and I was like, that's the same place. <laughs> Oh, God. Guys, if you live in Wisconsin, tweet us with <laughs> Honestly, hashtag, yeah, I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, so, God, I'm just embarrassing myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm wondering, like, was that the implication of, like, also these kids were telling jokes? Or it's probably just, like, a showboat came up. It's a good joke. You get a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's either joke or kiss. Yeah, joke or kiss. That's what I. You made your choice, kid. That's what he needs. Um, I did write down that I love Tom Bosley's look in this scene, which is like 
Really nice, like, slacks. A very good uh, a sleeveless sweater vest. Yep. A nice, like, uh, cardigan vest. Yep. I love those. Nice button-down shirt. And I'm like, I would wear this right now. Head to toe. I would wear it. I imagine you have something like it in your closet. I literally wore my sleeveless sweater vest yesterday. Great. So. Great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rocking the look. Um, so then we go, finally, to the party. Yes. Richie shows up with his date, who is... Is his dra- dress des- dressed as something racially insensitive? Is she like Egyptian? What is she wearing? I just watched the episode and I don't remember I think, what she's wearing. I'm honestly like, Fonzie's date is dressed like Tonto. Yeah. So like that is... Already. Already, like, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, uh, is there Fonzie, enough? you're canceled. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like his date is canceled. No, he went along he with went it. To, yeah, that's true. He's um, complicit. <laughs> now, do we know who the girlfriend was? Is she no. recurring? Is she... Should have done Now, if research. you hand me my iPhone, I was on a Happy Days wiki, and I can tell you right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out right now. Oof. Find it Here out. Here we go. Here we go. Um, talk, talk for a second. I'll look. Oh, okay. I assume her name is... Oh, no. Marsha Sims is the... Uh, Actress? No, Marcia Sims is the car hop at Arnold. Oh! That's the name of that character. Um, oh my gosh, give me one second. Can edit out. Gloria, here we go. Oh, so Gloria. she looks like she's uh, Egyptian-themed okay. outfit. Richie's on and off again girlfriend in season two. She's in five episodes oh, of season two. Oh, good. That's information yeah. I should have had. Yep. So they show up. Uh, the place is empty, even, even though Ralphie's like, I saw Ralph's car outside. Where is he? Um, a little weird, like, tarantula bobs down in front of them, and they're like, no. I got big news. Oh, wait, what? I got big, big news. <laughs> she plays Gloria in Richie, uh, uh, Richie's Girlfriend in season one and season two, and then returns later in the series to play the main role of Ashley Fister, Fonzie's steady girlfriend, a single mother in season 10. Wow. 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 Because uh, Ron Howard had left the show by then. Did you watch True Blood? No. No, she was on True Blood. Oh, get that money. Get yeah. that paper. Okay, great. Uh, and so it is, so like, then they notice there's a casket in there. The yeah. casket opens up, and again, this gag is great. Ralph, like, does a creepy Dracula lean up mm-hmm. and then blows a bubble. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> the visual's really, really good. Very funny. I love that. Good job, Ralph. And then the party gets in full swing. Like, yeah. he's basically just there to be like, hey, we're partying now. And then all the kids come out. They start bobbing for apples. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a it's a good time. If you're going to be in the 50s, being in the 50s at Halloween might be good as long as you are out of the way of whatever hard objects are getting <laughs> yes. thrown. Yes. We see that there's a cold cut coffin. Yeah, I also say this. Uh, whoever designed the set, it felt like a real house because it yeah. seemed cramped. Yes, it did. It might have actually, it might have been a backlot house that Maybe. they just like all moved into because it did, definitely didn't have like the spaciousness of yeah. a lot of the other ones. Um, Fonzie shows up wearing a domino mask. Yeah. Because that's as much as he does. Yes. He refuses to bob for apples. Instead, he just sticks his hand in and wipes it off and bites. Fonzie wearing that mask is the equivalent of Patrick wearing that mustache. Oh, right, yeah. It's very similar. And so he does that every year. Yeah. It's kind of like on Parks and Rec how Ron has a Halloween costume, yeah. which is a half-hearted pirate, <laughs> which I love. Um, so then, like, when things start getting too spooky, Ralph, like, tells everyone, like, oh, no, that's Ralph with chains, don't worry. Yeah. Which makes Ralph and Potsy... 
very angry. Yeah. And this is like a late in the episode plot development. Yeah. That they Pretty like, late, like 20, oh, 22 minutes into the yeah, episode. Yeah, like we're late. almost done and yeah. they're like, we need to get revenge on Ralph because he's just going to ruin all of our pranks um, all night. Not on Ralph. On, on uh, Richie. Richie, yeah. As a, every time I write a script, I make sure that all my main cast members, none of their names start with the same letter. Yeah. Like, that's a thing I actually go through great pains to do. So yeah. when I see a show, yeah. it's like Ralph and Rich. Ralph like, Rich, Ron, Howard. That? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that I'm married to a Moore show, there is a Mary, a Murray, and a Marie. Yeah. That's crazy. I love I was kind of like, at that point, it's yeah. a funny joke yes, that yes, Murray's yes. wife is Marie on the Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> show. So the way they get him is they like tell him, "Hey, uh, go get the root beer in the in the closet," which yeah. is the closet he's been dreading. Yeah, all episode. He's long. so scared. He that's where he saw the headless ghost. Everyone crowds around too to watch this whole event. Like they know that something's up. They yeah, they call him over. Make they make a lot of noise coming over. Yeah, and he does not notice that they're uh, no. circling up behind him. No. <laughs> so he opens it up, and then spooky, spooky headless bodies in there. But it's yeah. it's a dummy. It's just the dummy. But Joni's behind it and like pushes it forward. Was that Joni? I think it. I don't think it was Joni because I saw her and I thought it was Joni. Oh. But then she went over and like hugged Ralph. A oh, okay. Bit. So I guess it must have been someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone in a Joni costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then, uh, after that happens, is when the real uh, Magnolia Simpson oh comes down the stairs. Yeah. And this this effect <laughs> was both like silly, but then also it was that so silly it was creepy. Yeah. Because it was a weird, like, it was obviously a person with, like, a thing on. Yes, but it also went up, like, an extra two feet. Yeah. Because it, like, went over the head. It it was very unsettling. Yeah, and, like, the way the, like, neck hole was, was, like, it looked like the lace was, like, her gray decaying skin, but I think it was just, like, a lace over it. It was very weird. Now, who did you, who did you think was going to be behind this? Fonzie. That's what I thought, that too. Fonzie. And I thought it was going to be a J. Walter Weatherman, and that's why you always leave a note situation. Oh, right, yeah. That's what I was assuming, and Which then it was not. A good tie around. I know. A good call forward. Yeah. A good call forward of 35 uh, years or whatever. Yeah, and it was Did not that. It was Bag and the Demons. Everyone's favorite characters, Bag and the Demons. God. I'm going to look and see how many episodes Bag was It was in. a nine. Okay. Yeah, that's, it was a nine. Because I tried to find out how old this man was. Bag feels like... The character in, um, in like, a community episode where they try to uh, convince you that this guy's been around the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you're yeah. like, I don't know who this no, is. No, He's no, like, yeah. oh, I'm one of your friends. Uh, yeah, I've been here forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he even has, like, a Letterman jacket that has bag, like, stitched into it or, like, yeah. written on it. Like, it's definitely, it's very crude. So, Neil J. Schwartz, mm-hmm. born in 1942. Oh, so he was 30. 30. 32. 32. 32. 32. He was 32 playing half his age. Yeah. Yep. Looks it. <laughs> yeah. 100%. God. Yeah, and so that's when, like, Richie... So, like, he's like, we just wanted to find your party! He was then, born 12 years before Ron Howard. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sorry. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I don't... Maybe Bag is not in high school. Maybe he's maybe. actually, like... And his gang is high schoolers. <laughs> I don't know. Where's this oh, canon? I don't know. There's probably other episodes where he's in school. I bet you could that... get Neil J. Schwartz on this episode on this show if you wanted to. Is he dead? I don't think no, so. He's dead, huh? uh, ask him how old were you <laughs> supposed to be on this show from 40, 50 years ago. Um, so then the end of it, of this main part, is mm-hmm. Richie's like, Hey, uh, Bag, you're the one that, um, like broke the window. You, you hit me with a water balloon. You blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he, Richie's been holding a glass the entire time. Yes. And you're like, he's going to dump him. He's going to dump him. He's got it. And he dumps water on him. Yeah. 
I thought it was going to be Fruit Punch or something. Yeah, yeah, no. And or, well, it's like, or some like liquor. But Whoa, like, no, it's too, Richie. Too much. On. Yeah, Richie yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. And then I wrote down, dissolved a pumpkin. Because <laughs> then the end of it dissolves to a it, pumpkin. It uh, it ended like the movie Halloween Begins. Yeah. Just with a spooky <laughs> pumpkin. I love that. Burning. As a yeah. screenwriter, you gotta love any chance to write dissolved to pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> a lot of dissolves in this show. Yeah. Every, like, it's time pretty... it would cut between a scene, it would, like, do some weird, like, George Lucas wipe. Yeah. Like... Very editorly. Yeah. So then we get, like, the stinger at the end, which is just, like, Joni, like, basically being like, hey, don't eat all my candy, Dad. Yeah. Um, And he's sad about it. And that was, yeah, yeah. And we even get the um, the weird uh, don't eat the unwrapped candy because people are crazy. And it's like, oh, that's been an urban legend forever. Now, do you think parents still say that to kids? No. Well, I feel like, from my my loose assumption, I think that kids now trick-or-treat and compete controlled spaces like oh interesting i think that you go to well like here you go to like the mall or like your church or your like a place to do things i think is how it goes okay i don't know but again like again i don't have children (laughs) trick-or-treating age kids but i assume that's how it goes okay at least in new york because you know there's always like those ads of like come bring your kids to our store on halloween yeah etc um when i was a kid we just go you just go wherever you want. With my parents, because I didn't have friends. Yeah, we used to go around <laughs> We used to go around the block, and I remember it was mobbed. It was always so crowded. Yeah. And I don't know if people in our neighborhood just stopped having kids, or like just got <laughs> old or something like that, but apparently there are no kids in our neighborhood. No, and also, I've never been at home on Halloween night I did to once. actually hand out anything if anyone yeah. comes in my building. Yeah, I did once a few years ago, and I like sat outside and did it. Oh, that'd be fun. Maybe I'll... It was fun, but there was not a lot of people. Well, maybe I'll do that this year if I'm... Halloween's like a Tuesday or Wednesday yeah, or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Um, can I give you some bag actor biographical information? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, retired from acting in the mid-1980s and has since become a realtor in Nevada and Southern California. Oh! So there you go. Still alive. Still alive. Okay. I, I mean, still alive, uh, unless the Happy Days Wikipedia has not been oh, updated in a while. Which I, you never know. Yeah. Um, ready for some must-have facts? Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The ratings for this episode, I have no idea because <laughs> I couldn't find the numbers. But what's weird is this is the only um, season that wasn't in the top 30 of the Nielsen's. 
Like, it was, season one was ranked number 16, and then this one, not in the top 30 at all. Wow. But then season four, it was the most watched show on television. So it, like, did a weird rebound. So I don't, maybe, so this is now me postulating. Yeah. Season one's a hit. Yeah. Number 16, and then it falls out of the top 30 for season two, and they're like, multicam, we have to retool. Yes. Yes. And then it pays off big time. Interesting. So that seems right because that's yeah. such a massive overhaul. Yeah. Well, they did note that um, Gary Marshall's other show, The Odd Couple, did the same thing. Like season one was uh, single cam, and then it became multicam for season two. How, so I don't know if that's just what of, it did. Was multicam a big thing in the sixties? I'm like trying no. to think. What happened? Like so, like I guess the like fifties was multicam. Yeah. And in the sixties, Dick Van Dyke was multicam, but then with the advent of like the hijinks sitcoms, like your Bewitched and I Dream of Genie. Sure. I don't like. I don't know if it was just like cheaper to. Well, those shows with special effects you had to do. Yeah. Single cam. Yeah. But then that and the laugh track became how everything was done in the sixties. But yeah. like you know when your cast includes horses sure. and like ghosts, yeah. then yeah, you have to. Yeah. But that's why when they switched to um, multicam for Happy Days, Tom Bosley had the voiceover like Happy Days is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Just Which, to like. Do you think that's true? Yes. I think every multicam show was always shot in front of an audience, and then the laughs were always sweetened with actual laughter. A lot of stuff shot outside for this episode. Yeah, this one definitely was not. This one yeah. was single cam, and that's yeah, yeah, all yeah. fake laughter. Yeah. No living person is laughing. That's, yeah, I agree Or no, that. um, no person laughing in this episode is laughing at what it's paired with. Yes, yeah. That's true. Um, so the, the top five shows of the 74-75 season were... Mash at five. Mm-hmm. Number four, The Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Three, Chico and the Man. Wow. Two, Sanford and Son. And one, All in the Family. Do you think Chico and the Man has not stood the test of time I... because of his death? What? Who? Who Freddy is Prin- Chico? Freddie Freddy Prinze. Prince. Oh right. I've never seen an episode. I've never I seen. I don't it even know the premise of it. No. Um. I just know that Freddie Prince had a behind the music episode that I never watched because I was like, why would I watch this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, the Chico and the Man footprint does not exist. But I wonder if that's why it like didn't repeat. They were like, that's oh, too sad. Oh, mate. Yeah. Because yeah, there were a lot of those like '70s sitcoms that are like, like, where did they go? Yeah. Chico and the Man is definitely more. Also, like that Sanford and Son never like reran all that much. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. We much. never watched. Yeah. It. So it's weird. Um, the ABC Tuesday night lineup, which is very shocking to me, is starts with Happy Days, mm-hmm. and then 90 minutes of the ABC Tuesday movie of the week, hmm. which I guess there were less commercials back then, so you could fit like a 75 minute, I don't Maybe? know. Maybe it's like, the, that's a weird, it's 90 minute block though, and then yeah. Marcus Welby, MD, okay. <laughs> closes out the night, okay. that's weird. Marcus Welby, is that Jack Klugman? Uh, no, Jack Klugman is Quincy. Quincy. Klugman was on Odd Couple at this Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Um... But Marcus Welby lasted a long time. Again, like, what is also wild is that because dramas, I guess, are an hour long, they do not have a syndication, like, shelf yeah. life. Like, the drama... Like, one time I was like, what the fuck won the best drama Emmy before 1990? And yeah. I just, like, went through and it's just like, oh, like, oh, what, what are, are these? All? Well, it's like St. Elsewhere and, and, uh, and uh, Hill Street Blues. Sure. 80s. Like, sure. got that unlocked. I know those shows. Then before 1980, it's like, what the fuck are all these? Yeah. Marcus Welby on for seven years, 169 episodes. Yeah. The cast includes James Brolin, oh. Sharon Gless, William Shatner, and Tom Selleck. Oh, wow. It's a pre Weird. Weird. Yeah. 
And no one remembers it because Nick at Night never did dramas. No. And so, like, no networks ever do either. So, like... Is there, like, one of those, uh, like, Pluto TV I feel TV like New TV, TV, definitely, yeah. or, like, uh, Decades or whatever definitely plays a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, which I don't have, which makes me very upset, actually. Yeah. Um, Sorry so, to bring it up. Oh, fuck. Oh so, the gosh. IMDb rating, uh, 86 users, very low for a show <laughs> as popular as Happy Days, rated this <laughs> an 8.3 out of 10. Would you say higher, lower, right on the money? I, I mean, for, I didn't find myself laughing a lot. No. But. But. Having a good time. I'm having a good time. I did have a good time. (laughs) Yeah. But midway through the episode, I was like, weird episode. I said it out loud. (laughs) Um, I might be a tad too high for me. Oh, wow. See, I would say uh, 8.5. I would go a scotch higher. I think I would have given like 8. Okay, and seven point eight eight somewhere in the middle. middle. Yeah, we shouldn't go vote on IMDb because it would just cancel each other. After out, this episode, we're both gone. Yeah. Uh, who had the must see performance of this episode? I think it's Tom Bosley. Oh wow! Yeah. I think Bosley had a good app. Yeah. <laughs> good app, Bosley. Yeah. Um, Ron Howard was also very good at it. Yeah, and um, I you can't. I I will say, and I'll say Fonzie because yeah. Fonzie's the sure. Coolest. But that's the boring. Choice. I know that's the boring choice, but you went with the interesting one, so yeah. I'll 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 take the the okay. boring bullet. Sure. <laughs> and lastly, must other people see this episode of television, especially for spooky times at Halloween? Sure, it's a fun spooky episode. I think if you have never seen Happy Days, you should definitely watch Happy Days because it's fun. Yeah, the cast is really good. And it's fun seeing a lot of people that you see later in life. Like, you you know what Ron Howard's up to now. You know what Winkler's you know up voice. to now. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's a good show that maybe doesn't get the credit it's due with people uh, no. my age or your age or under. You know but what I mean? Like, if you want, um, again, the fucking internet's ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you travel back in time 25 years, you need to watch this show because so many pop culture references are about <laughs> 70s TV in the 90s. Yeah. And that's like, I have such nostalgia for the 90s as nostalgia for the 70s. Um, but again, like, kids these days don't have to watch Happy Days. And the fact that it's only on CBS All Access really hinders it. You can't even buy episodes. Yeah. You can only find them on CBS All Access. And even then, it's not every episode. Really? It's a a Swiss cheese, I'm assuming because of music or, um, likeness rights or whatever. Yeah. Same thing with Taxi. There's a lot of those old shows that were like, either it's only the first two seasons are available, or it's the entire series, but like three or four are missing from everything. I will say, you can get Taxi pretty cheap on DVD, I feel like. I did buy that, because I I needed to watch every episode. Yeah, Taxi's great. So I bought the series for like 20 bucks. Great. I have season one, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Let's talk about Taxi. Yeah, no. (laughs) Where can people find you on the internet if they want to talk about spooky things and or happy days? I only want to talk about spooky things. Um, My Twitter is at Patrick Kotner, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-C-O-T-N-O-I-R. The whole In- deal. Whole deal. Whole name. Instagram is just Cotner. Should probably make it Patrick Cotner. I don't know why it's Brain not. Synergy. Yep. At C-O-T-N-O-I-R. That's how you spell it. You go to my website. Go to PatrickCotner.com. Oh my gosh. On my website. Wait. This is related. On my website, I have a whole page of just photos of Henry Winkler with fish that he caught. All right. Because he takes pictures and posts them on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? I like these. Uh, Let's put them all in one spot. I bet he would do the podcast. I bet he would. Yeah. I've tried to get him on legitimately everything I've ever done. Of course. And it has not happened yet. Uh, You know, I got Jared Harris on my other podcast. Yeah. I can do that for this. I'll say this. Here's a blind item. You want a blind item? Oh, yeah. Tried to get him on a uh, semi-long running show that I was working on as a guest, uh, but the network in charge said... 
people don't know who he is. And then a few days later, he won an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt the Winkler. Don't doubt the Winkler. He's a legend. Anyone I was who furious. Would, anyone who would say that about Henry Winkler yeah. is insane. Uncool. Because he's a part of TL. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even Arrested Development. Everything. Like... Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, Arrested Development. He's on, like, every... Everything. He's also Henry Barry. He's Henry fucking Winkler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh, oh, well. Whatever. Blind item. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Ooh, spooky rumors. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Uh. And that does it for this week's episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guest Patrick Kotner for dropping by and talking about Happy Days with me. Next time, I will be discussing the Boy Meets World episode, The Witches of Pinbrook. The Witches of Pinbrook is in Season 5 of Boy Meets World, and it is Episode 5 of Season 5. You can stream Boy Meets World on Hulu. Until then, I want to hear from all of you. Tweet your questions about sitcoms to at MustHaveSeenTV. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at at MustHaveSeenTV. If you like what you've heard, rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Brett White. Read the words that I write at Decider.com. The music this week is from Vic Mizzy's 1960s Adams Family soundtrack. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to all y'all for listening. And I'll see you next time on Must Have Seen TV. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.